Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to Debunked. I'm Valerie. And I'm Libby. And we want to welcome you back to Debunked. We've taken a little bit of a hiatus, um, but we're so excited to be back with you guys for a very special Happy New Year episode. Absolutely. Welcome to 2024. I'm like so excited for this year because I think it's going to give like summer 2016 vibes. And I was telling one of my friends that. And then like two days later, I saw a TikTok that was like, why do I have a good feeling about 2024? I think it's going to mm-hmm. give summer 2016 vibes. I was like, oh, so it I went viral instead two days ago. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Like props it's, to her. I think, I think if we're all universally like bringing that energy, then it's going to be a good year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm super excited. I yeah it's just crazy it's 2024 I'm trying to like wrap my head around that it's 2024 like I'm turning 21 this year I'm like graduating college next December like it's just wild it's crazy so but super excited so it's gonna be a great year I can't even process any of those things like oh my god the fact that we're like 21 and like now it's like like I could talk about like champagne and like talk about crazy. The and like crazy you know, it's not like a jail offense <laughs> no no you can't the police yeah it's fine. like you know That's we'll crazy. talk about like Ugh. college parties blah 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 like right, right. To things but like now I'm 21 I can say whatever I want about this exactly no, and then once you're 21 you. we could just yeah. talk about party culture in like right. an open candid legal way exactly beautiful how crazy is that I mean this year is just going to be completely unfiltered I'm excited it'll be great I'm excited I'm ready yeah but since it's been so long let's like do a little update how are you it's been Uh, so long well first of all I just want to PSA really quick we are doing this over zoom which before we started recording this I like went and got my coffee um shout out to Starbucks for fueling my everyday anyway (laughs) not sponsored (laughs) but I wish um I was on my way to get coffee and I was like oh my god I haven't recorded one of these in so long and like same for you obviously yeah and I was like anxious let me no I was so anxious I was was so stressed I was like Like, god yeah So I was like, maybe if I listen to our New Year's episode from last year, like, I know that was also recorded over Zoom, like, that'll, Mm -hmm. like, quell my anxieties, whatever. But then I listened to it, and it was like, we sounded so wise, and, like... We did. That's honestly, that's, like, one of my favorite episodes, and I I just forget. I was like, dang, that turned out... Not that I thought it was going to turn out bad, but I was just like, oh, damn, okay, look at us go. (laughs) We're spitting knowledge it's just I know. so funny and I then like instead of making me feel better I was like oh this is gonna be a letdown <laughs> it's not gonna be a letdown no, no it's just we're no, just out of practice it's, gonna it's be great. just like, yeah you know what we'll blame it on zoom we'll blame it on the little lag we like tried to coordinate saying happy new year at the same time it was actually a mess so yeah. you know but again unhinged or not unhinged unfiltered unfiltered yeah unfiltered, and unhinged. Not unhinged. honestly no it's fine maybe, yeah. unhinged. maybe unhinged it's 
All of the things. You know, we keep it real on here. So we really do. And you know what? 2024, <laughs> our vibe is just keeping it more real than ever. Keep so we're on Zoom. We're lagging. We're out of practice. All the things. It's going to be great. So I'm excited. Let's talk <laughs> about where we've been because we recorded or we pre-recorded two episodes in August. Yep. Yep. And various things happened, which you can touch on. And mm-hmm. we just kind of want to talk about, like, on a more serious note, mm-hmm. why we've been a little MIA this semester. Right. So, Libby, you can kind of kick that off for us. Yeah. So we recorded two episodes um, about Greek life in August. Um, fully had planned and released that first one uh, September 1st and released that second part. October 1st um, but then August 29th um, there was a shooting on UNC's campus Um, a professor was killed in that shooting Um, it was just a really really awful time um, for the Chapel Hill community Um, and so we felt it would be insensitive to release um, our episodes on such I don't want to say a silly topic because I think it's a good topic and I think that we had a lot of fun um recording it I mean I know I did but we wanted to give you know y'all some time to just kind of cope and feel all the things and just you know kind of recover because that is just such a major event that happened um so I think yeah uh, and then Libby also you were abroad or yes there was also that when did you leave to go I yeah so the shooting happened August 29th I left August 30th Oh, wow. So it was like, it was a lot all at once. Um, So there was just a lot going on um, for those episodes. And then, you know, once I was abroad, it was just a lot to kind of like, okay, we have to do a podcast and just kind of keeping track of things back in the States, I think was a lot harder for me than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of part of the reason why we took a little brief hiatus. I know um, Val, you like, we're kind of sick at that point you know like we kind of had like illnesses and just a lot going on so we want to apologize for our hiatus um but we are super excited to be back with you um and we thank you for your understanding because we are people too and sometimes things just happen so yeah and so just branching off of that we also as we kind of hinted at in our first episode of the season we are talking about how excited we are for especially one special guest um, amongst Mm -hmm. others. And in short, that's happening. And we're so excited Mm -hmm. for it. However, we quickly realized that coordinating recording across not one, not two, but three different time zones (laughs) is a little trickier than we expected um, yes. yes I think yeah. we went into it with a really like we kind of went into this like your study abroad time and like mm-hmm. all of the things like we went mm-hmm. into it so gung-ho we're like we can do it all we can Definitely. just like yeah defy yeah. the time difference de- totally. define it all and like get it all done and still stick to our once a month and also like we're running on different schedules academically. So Libby would be Absolutely. like, I'm free this week. Or like, I'm traveling this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And right. I'd be like, oh, I have like five exams. And then I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, I have a break. And she's like, 
well I'm super busy and we have excursions and we have class and like I'm like okay yeah. um, in short that's where we've been but you yep. know what we're we're now in the same time zone which is so exciting this is like amazing Crazy. it's so nice yeah in a few weeks we'll be in the same room like not only same state but like literally together same room I'm so excited oh I can't wait to get back yeah I'm so excited without further ado we are proud to introduce our first topic of the new year and it is all about debunking study abroad which I have not had that experience but Libby sure has a whole semester of it yep, um, yep. so today will just kind of be one of those open conversations about like what is study abroad like really because it's so easy to romanticize your time abroad and yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be some of the best experiences of your life but there's just so much to unpack there and like what you see scrolling on Instagram, that's just a a small peek into what the mm-hmm. whole experience is like. Um, Absolutely. So, first of all, Libby, can you kind of talk about why we decided to dedicate an entire episode to this topic? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I know it's probably a bit of a non-traditional episode for a New Year's episode, but um, I know a lot of my friends and a lot of people that we know or people we don't even we don't know um, of our listeners are about to embark on their study abroad for this semester or some people are going in the spring or in the fall or just in general um, people are thinking about going abroad in the future and we wanted to dedicate this episode to just kind of be able to talk about the, of the real study abroad because like Val said um, it's amazing it's been the it was the best experience I've had of my, of my life but it's also not perfect and there were a lot of challenges um, you know both physical and like mental health wise that I dealt with over there so I think it's just kind of helping helping those who are you know going to go abroad in the future just kind of this is the real study abroad you know as best as I can as best as I can say it and it's amazing and you're going to have the best time and I am so jealous I want to go back already (laughs) but (laughs) there are yeah here's some things you should know and kind of just use this as a guide for you know all of your travels so yeah so to get us started I first want to talk about one when did you decide that you wanted to go abroad and then a follow-up question once you decided like yes this is something I want to do how did you decide whether you wanted to do it over a summer semester or a true like fall or spring semester yeah absolutely so I um knew going into college my mom had um I heard my mom talking about her abroad experiences she went abroad for a summer and then she also had this great opportunity in high school actually to go on just a trip across Europe um which sounded amazing she talks about it all the time so I was like oh my gosh I want to do that um so going to college it was definitely something I wanted to do all of my cousins older cousins have done it and they just loved it so I wanted to do it um but I really I really didn't know where to look for programs so the nice thing about UNC is they have a whole like database of programs I'm sure most schools do um of just all these different programs where credits will transfer over or just you know um agencies or third-party companies or even schools that UNC's worked with before um so I kind of near I kind of started looking 
um, originally only to do a summer just because I was kind of like, you know, like with like all the things I have at school and like, all the clubs and like with like my past like mental health history, like, you know, going abroad for a semester might be a lot. And I don't want to put myself into a position where I'm like in a, you know, bad mental, like really bad mental health place without my normal like therapy coping. You know, I just want to make sure that my mind is going to be safe along with, you know, the rest of the rest of me. Um, however, I, summer programs are really expensive. <laughs> so I was looking at programs and I was like, oh my gosh, this is expensive. And I'm also paying out of state tuition and, you know, a lot. Um, so I kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. You understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Out of state tuition is super expensive. Yay. Um, so I decided to start looking at semester programs. Um, and I had kind of a random interest in the Czech Republic just from like when I was in middle school, I found this Czech phrase book in a goodwill and I decided that I was going to learn Czech, which I didn't, I still don't know Czech. Oh. It's <laughs> so hard. It is so difficult. Wait, that's it such is... a cute story though. I know. I know. Like, it's it like, dates oh. back to like preteen Libby. Preteen, like, like 13 year old me knew. Right. Like she just was like, she knew, she knew. That's so <laughs> um, so I looked at Prague and then I was also looking at Florence, Italy, and I honestly thought I was gonna go to Florence. A lot of um, but Florence, like a not lot from of, UNC. Yes, but like just in general. A lot of my friends who go to like FSU and UF, Florence mm-hmm. is like the place to go. Like that is where you yes. study abroad. So I am no, not literally. surprised in the slightest that you brought that up. Yeah. Yes. Like when we, I went to Florence for 24 hours with one of my friends, and it was there were so many Americans. Like it was awesome. Really? I love Florence, but so many Americans oh like at least like we were in the touristy spot so I know as, as you there are other places that aren't as touristy and like aren't as Americanized I guess but a lot of Americans so anyway I eventually just decided to do Prague because NC State had this awesome program that was cheaper like way cheaper than my outstate tuition like a well-established program they have a whole like center in Prague and I was like this looks awesome like the credits will transfer super easy like let's just do it so I applied, I got in, I got all my visa stuff done, which is a pain. Like if you're going abroad, just know like no like they'll probably tell you too, but like visa stuff is a big thing. You have to like get a bunch of paperwork, you know, make sure you're not a criminal, yada yada yada, have a passport, all that fun stuff to get a visa. So it's a lot of work to go abroad. Just know that. Um it's worth it. But just know like you have to do a lot of like annoying like legal stuff, I guess, before. So that's kind of how that's a roundabout way of how I decided to go to Prague. So yeah, that's so awesome. awesome. And also, in case you're not familiar with, um, at least how UNC does it, I had a couple other friends who also went abroad. Um, one of my closest friends went to Scotland, I guess spring semester of this year, so like 2023 mm-hmm. spring. Okay. And a huge reason that she chose to do it during a semester was ultimately it was actually cheaper for her to Mm -hmm. go to scotland and study there than it was for her in-state tuition at unc and it was like wild i mean obviously it's not going to be a huge difference but at the same time it's like you're already anticipating x amount for a semester so might as well one abroad like abroad totally because i remember i was looking at um so i i went to europe in summer of 2022 for like two weeks mm-hmm. honestly probably the best two weeks of my life like I'm not even gonna lie it was a great yeah. experience I'm like dying yeah. to go back That's um, amazing. so yeah. I was looking at 
summer study abroad programs for this past summer. Mm -hmm. I was looking at it like, I don't know, whenever the deadline time worked out, but right, right. Looking at them, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll just do like a three week program just to like go abroad, get a couple weekends of like fun excursions and like side trips and like not be paying as much as like how expensive a six week program is or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. This three week program I looked at was like $7,000 plus airfare plus blah 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 and I was like that's insane I'm not going abroad that's (laughs) okay because that's insane because my program cost was like 10,000 yeah like not including airfare or anything but like 10,000 for the whole semester and I'm here a three-week program abroad oh my god okay um that was like a UNC faculty led like whatever Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. needless to say you know it's just it's it's very expensive to be honest like yes yes. you're fortunate enough I'm sure going in summer is like the most unreal experience and that's so great but also if you're like I'm dying to go abroad but like I don't have 10 plus thousand dollars to invest in that then go during a semester and like that's kind of what we're talking about today because I feel like it's more common to hear about a summer study abroad experience, but a right. semester study abroad experience is very different. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, purely from how much time you're spending right. on a whole different right. continent, let alone a million yeah. different countries, like mm-hmm. all of that. So absolutely. Um, I guess now I kind of want to transition into, okay, you have your visa. You're like, yeah set your schedule you're like okay these classes will transfer I'm in like a good program blah 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 Mm -hmm. I'm going abroad I'm leaving Mm -hmm. August 31st okay where did you live yeah where did I live yeah housing look like and how on earth did you navigate that like did NC State help with like here are places that we have like student housing or was it like what did that whole element of it look like for you yeah so um fortunately like my program I'm not kidding also if you're looking for a program to do NC and you're a UNC student or an NC State student I cannot recommend enough NC State Prague I I literally loved it it's an amazing program I miss all like all the people that work there are incredible I miss them already but um so the nice thing is that they partner with a student housing company I think um and so they provide housing in dorms so I was in a dorm a really nice dorm um it we actually this is the first semester that they did two dorms so there's a main dorm um and then there was a separate dorm for like a smaller amount of students so I ended up in a separate dorm which was very like anxiety inducing at first just because I went knowing nobody and part of like this program in Prague like this most of the students in my program they're probably I think there were 40 in my program and 20 some of them were architecture students so it's a really big architecture program it's like kind of their state's opportunity like they give this opportunity to architecture students to go abroad and this is kind of their opportunity well um, I just want to jump in and say if you're not familiar NC State is also like a really big engineering school in North Carolina mm-hmm. so like just like keeping that in mind, that makes so much sense why they would have a whole right. program dedicated to something like that. Right, definitely. Like NC State is a huge 
it's a, they have a really great architecture program, textiles, like Dalton engineering. It's just like a very big um, school with that types of programs. Whereas UNC is more uh, I feel like natural sciences, humanities, social sciences. So it's honestly kind of nice. We kind of bounce each other out, which is super cool. But um, anyway, so I, yeah, I was in the other dorm. It was super nice. Um, we had a kitchen, which the kitchen was kind of awful. Like to be so real, we like, didn't yeah. have an oven. We had like a glorified hot plate. It was not great, but <laughs> we made it work. And we also like, I would cook a lot at like my the other dorm with my friends or our like center had like a really nice kitchen. So we made it work. Did you have a roommate? Was it like mm-hmm. a traditional dorm where it's like roommate and whatever with the bathroom? Yeah, so I had one roommate and then we actually had our own bathroom. So I just had to share with one other person. Um, it was super nice. Our bathroom was super nice, um, which was, it was great, honestly. So it was nice just sharing with one other person. It was amazing. Yeah. And then also with that, um, like, it's very nice that NC State has that established connection there. And mm-hmm. I know, like, FSU has, I want to say, like, a, I don't know the exact word, but they, like, have a partner institution or something in Florence. And, like, UNC mm-hmm. has, like, a building in London. I think it's called, like, Winston House or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's it's really cool when you can find, like, your university or a neighboring university that'll allow you to apply to the program because that way you kind of don't have to worry about finding your own housing which right is so right and I know like my friend who went to Scotland she had to basically navigate housing herself because she was technically like an exchange to an exchange student sorry mm-hmm. no, you're good um, so she just had to enroll like directly in the University of Edinburgh and that had so many complications in itself. So if you are willing to put in the effort to like do a ton of research and find your own housing and all that is not going to like make it a miserable experience for you, like then I think you have more programs you can apply to because you can kind of make the experience what you want but at the same time, I'm sure having like an established program, specific classes, housing figured out, and knowing you were with other students in the program and whatever, um, also like eliminated some of the potential stressors for at least preparing for study abroad. Yeah, absolutely. Like I got really lucky with my program just of how established and how helpful and guided they were. Um just because, yeah, like I was with all NC State students, um, all like all my classes were in English. We had a whole center. Like it was really nice. I do wish that, you know, I maybe could have met some more like Czech students. Um, we had a couple what are called Czech dormmates um, who we kind of I can kind of became friends with who are Czech students. And that was cool. Um, but yeah, so just know, like if you do my type of program, which is completely just NC State, like the dorms, like you live with NC State, you know, with American students like that will you know, you may not, I don't want to say completely, but you may not have as many friends from that country, I guess I would say. I mean, at least I didn't, but um, I still think it's a great opportunity. Um, I've known friends that have done an exchange who have lived with host families. They had a, a great experience with them. Um, I know friends who have had to find their own housing and they did, and it was awesome for them. Just know, um, I feel like my biggest advice there would just be like, just know what the housing is going to look like there and be prepared um, for if the work, any additional work you might have to do. 
um, just because that is a really big factor. And, you know, like, it's, even though I didn't spend a ton of time at my dorm, like it is, you know, it's your housing. So you want to make sure it's as helpful and works with you as, you know, as you, as possible. So Totally. So next, I kind of want to talk about what your program looked like in terms of classes, course load and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of classes you took? Were they professors from NC State? Um, and then also, you've kind of touched on this already, but to kind of dive in further, what did making friends abroad look like for mm-hmm. you? Did you meet a lot of your friends in your classes? Were they, you know, did you meet them kind of organically? What did that look like as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I we registered for classes through NC State in the spring. It was the easiest registration I've ever done. Um, UNC's sure. registration, if you know, is literally god awful, and it's like the hunt. It's, no, yeah. it's actually like the worst. It's awful. It's literally yeah. the worst. It's like the Hunger Games. I'm not kidding. It's terrible. <laughs> um, but we registered for classes. I took four. Um, so I was in educational psych, applied child development, humans, the environment, and food and society. So all classes that helped get credits for you know my major or whatever my other That's credits so which is awesome great. that it like yeah. directly applied to your major mm-hmm. also I know mm-hmm. like sometimes people go abroad just for the experience and like that's totally great but like if you can also go abroad and like get credits that will right. directly help you towards your major that is like right. absolutely a bonus totally and I honestly that's kind of why I picked part of the reasons also why I picked the program just because I um, am planning to graduate in three and a half years in the in December of 2024. So in order for me to make that work, I had to like basically like get credits <laughs> um, for me to make it like worthwhile going abroad. So it was awesome that that worked out for me. Um, but my classes were all taught by Czech professors or I had one Polish professor, but she's lived in the Czech Republic for a while now. Um, so yeah, they were also amazing. Like they all were super cool. It was really awesome to interact with um check people kind of you know learn from them like just kind of learn different teaching styles and it was awesome um we had a lot more like interactive I guess interactive I guess like our application based classes too um which we would have like a lot of like field trips I guess I would say like we visited an organic farm um I actually made a teaching plan for a Czech seventh grade class um no visited Czech kindergartens yeah it was it was a really cool experience to be able to have more application based um, classes with interactions with people in the community um that was really really cool so I really enjoyed that well it um, makes it yeah. like, so much more of an immersive experience like you really Absolutely. get to integrate into the culture there and like see what it looks like in a whole different country and like absolutely I think that's really cool too that you had Czech professors because I'm sure that the classes were structured differently than what you're used to here. And like Mm -hmm. just seeing how education can be different in a different place, I think is really, really cool. I love that. Yeah, It was really awesome. And like the nice thing about the program too, is like they really encourage you to travel. So most of my classes or most of my friends' classes were Monday through Wednesday. And then they had the weekend to travel. There are no classes on Friday except for makeup days, which is nice. I did have a class. Yeah, I did have one class on Thursday um, with my one other friend. So we were the only ones in the class, but it was honestly really fun. Um, so we'd have like our class in the morning. And then like, I think one, a couple weekends, I would like fly out in the afternoon. Yeah, so it was really awesome. Um, 
attendance is attendance I guess was I would say for my program a little bit more chill like you could miss two two classes I know some programs you like can't miss any class so that was kind of nice I would say use your skips wisely um don't just skip to skip like maybe you do in the states um just because like I use mine to go I'm trying to think some mine I used to go to Spain to go to Italy um like travel basically was what most of mine so just use your skips wisely I would say um but as for making friends too because I know you asked about that I was terrified I was not gonna make any friends because I like did not know anybody I remember being in the JFK airport having a panic moment which if you're going abroad you're gonna have a panic moment it's okay it's okay to have that panic moment let yourself feel it and then I think you've got to put yourself in the mindset of okay here I am like this is my situation it's gonna be great but just know you'll have a panic moment it happens mine was in the JFK airport because I mean, most of the kids in my program already knew each other. Um, oh, really? And so, yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the other dorm. I don't know anybody. I'm like, I am not going to make any friends. Like, which is a, is a lie. It's anxiety. It's anxiety talking. <laughs> um, but as far as making friends, I would just say, put yourself out there. Um, and I actually, I asked one of my, some of my other study abroad friends to for their input for this episode. And one of my friends who um his name is Brandon he's one of the architecture kids so he knew all like most of the kids in the program um and he's like coming from a different perspective like he's like I obviously knew a lot of the kids like coming in so he's like that was kind of you know it was more helpful but he was like I would definitely like go in with an open mind even if you do know people um just because you want to meet new people and like you know you maybe you know some people but you don't know everyone and so I feel like that kind of mindset from like him and some of my other friends that are architecture students was really helpful for me um, just because you need to put yourself out there. Like don't stay in the dorm. Like I remember one of my, who's one of my absolutely closest friends now from study abroad. I followed her on Instagram and I like the first day I was like, okay, I need to make friends. Like, let's just go for it. Like she's from UNC. There are five UNC students and like everyone else was from state. So let's go for it. Um, and ended up working out really well. Like I, yeah, we're like super close now. So it worked out really good. Um, but I would say, yeah, most of my friends came, like all my friends came to my program. Um, we just kind of like, you know, started hanging out together. We would, um, I kind of started, I made a, I guess I would say like, I made friends with the UNC students first. So the four girls, there were four girls, like three other girls that I got really close with first from UNC. And then, um, some of like, I made all of my guy friends are from state. Um, and most of them in the architecture program minus like one or two. Um, and so yeah I guess I would just say I like I feel very fortunate because I made some really really good friends who I like will still hang out with after I know and like you know I we are we're actually like making dinner plans right now like in the group chat which is super cute and like really wholesome and like yeah so I think just saying I think just saying yes to things that people offer putting yourself out there going um asking people to do things I think it'll be great and I think also it's important to note like a couple of my like absolute closest friends in the program that I made happens later like one of my friends like we really weren't friends until later in the program and so I think just keeping your mind open to you know meeting new people even if like you don't you know you wouldn't expect to be friends with them at first so I think that's like that's just great advice in general it's like acting like you're going into college Mm -hmm. as a you know first semester freshman or a transfer student all over right like right I don't know a single person. I'm really going to put myself out there. I'm going to put in the effort to have coffee dates, do dinner, like 
hang out, do a study date, like really Mm -hmm. try to, I mean, not that you're not making effort with your friends once you're established and once you're already close, but like, I was just talking to my friend McKinley about this the other day. We were saying how like, you know, once you have your friends, you don't necessarily feel the need to like kick it into high gear like that anymore. Right. have right. like your group and your people mm-hmm. and your routine but like thinking back to it it's totally so similar to first semester freshman year because you're like you know you don't know you could like just become the best of friends with like the most unlikely person like you would have yep. never expected yep. and, and it's kind of what happened yeah, with, yeah with be, it's wild yeah you have to literally <laughs> so. be so open-minded and know mm-hmm. that like you just have to be yourself and the right people will stick around because also if you go into it and like, you know, I was talking about like kicking into high gear, that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. I'm becoming someone I'm not. It just means I'm really going to put in like extra effort and make sure my social battery is like a hundred percent so that I can like put my best self forward because obviously it's like, you don't want to be someone you're not. You don't want to go into study abroad and feel like you have to change everything about who you are and like become a new person or anything. Absolutely. Like yeah. Be authentically you, but be open to like things you wouldn't expect or friendships you wouldn't expect. Right. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, and I think also it's like you're gonna face some challenges, but I think it's also something I want to talk about too. It's just like you're gonna face some challenges just because so social media is it, we've said this I, I feel like I say this every time we record but social media is such a lie <laughs> like I could point out each of my study abroad posts and say well this is what happened before and this is the challenge that happened after and this train was delayed and this one you know when I cried before that yeah. you know whatever but like I um, wiped tears off before taking yeah. this picture <laughs> like I wiped tears off <laughs> yes no I try to be as real as possible on Instagram because I'm like I literally like social media whatever but social media is fake and just know like there are gonna be challenges like your train's going to get delayed, your flight's going to get canceled, something's going to happen, like, you know, you're going to face, you know, friendship issues or whatever, things are going to happen. Um, like, one of, like, Brandon was like, he was like, he sent me all of, like, these recommendations this morning, which is amazing, so thank you, Brandon, but he was like, shit happens, like, it's just going to happen, yeah. like, nothing ever is going to, like, turn out exactly as you expect it to, so I think just, like, learning how to adapt and roll with the punches and just say, okay, this is where we are, let's just figure out a solution is, such a valuable skill to learn in life and I think I really learned that really well of being abroad you know like you just kind of learn you're like okay well this is you know this is how it is so let's just roll with it and you know be open-minded about all that thing all that stuff so yeah yeah I think it's like expect the unexpected absolutely like you're Mm -hmm. not going to be able to predict what's going to happen to you so no no I Yeah. yeah completely agree um you started to touch on this a little bit in this past question or answer rather. Um, Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the kind of like the traveling culture in the way, like Mm -hmm. once you're abroad, like you're going to make the most of your experience for sure. Right. Right. You know, when else are you, you going to have the opportunity to, hop between countries go to a new place every weekend with your friends mm-hmm. like that's totally a once in a lifetime opportunity um 
but I feel like so many people are like, oh my God, they were literally in like Italy last week and now they're in France and now they're in Switzerland. Like how, how are they doing all of this? So can you kind of Mm -hmm. talk about like, you know, once you're there, once you're settled in your classes, like how did you go about planning your little like weekends or like trips to other countries? How did you navigate where you were going to stay or what mode of transportation you were taking and like because that's a whole I mean <clears throat> yeah that's a lot like it's yes. yes. like totally thing. yeah so I will speak a lot on this traveling um all of my friends I think agree on this travel is you know don't I mean yeah travel as much as you can that keeps your sanity I guess in check like travel as much as you can I visited 10 countries um, I had wow. never been out of the country before I left. I just, you know, like I oh, never been out of the country. So cool. Yeah, oh, I it love was, it. It's amazing. It's I'm really, really proud of like how I was able to just kind of figure it out and travel and you know, and just all these things. You know, like it's it, I've really grown and I, we can talk talk about that more later. But it really helps you grow into this person and become more independent and confident in your abilities. But travel, um, see as much as possible. Um, I would say, um, be I would say be deliberate with who you're traveling with um, just because I know sometimes like you think this will get along and this many people works, but it may, you know, you may have disagreements, arguments that can, you know, just kind of take shape and not be super healthy and you end up not having a great time. So I would say just be definitely deliberate with who you're traveling with, but I do highly recommend traveling as much as possible. Um, That being said, I would not travel every weekend. Um, A lot of people say like that travel every weekend, they are they regret not seeing more in their host city um Mm. just because they're so you're there for I mean you're there in your host city for a reason like you know make the most out of that I I feel like I did a good balance of you know staying in Prague for weekends and also traveling um my the month of October I didn't really travel much other than our like um, like our um program excursion to Poland which was honestly one of my like (laughs) some of my favorite memories are from Poland I talk about all the time I literally we just had so much fun um but other like in October I didn't really travel as much but in November I traveled every single weekend so it's just kind of things like make sure you balance it um I would say also there are so many like budget airlines and ways to travel a lot cheaper in Europe than in the United States like That's it's so it's, like, you can yeah the first thing I think I knew about traveling abroad is like mm-hmm. once you're there you can go you can like, go wherever literally anywhere your heart desires and like Mm -hmm. on a budget like you don't have to break no no you don't I like and I would say definitely like save up you know save up however amount of money you want to you know you have um and I would definitely budget it for I budgeted mine by each trip so I was like okay like what's going on with my most expensive trip um Budapest was my least expensive trip so just kind of budget um and really try to stay in that budget I, I feel like I did a really good job with that I only went over budget in two places um Italy and Poland um so it was yeah I would say definitely you know kind of just say okay this is what I'm going to spend this amount of money here this amount of money here um but I would say for traveling like how you're going to travel look at Skyscanner for flights there are a lot of cheap flights um some of those budget airlines are going to be like EasyJet, Wizz Air, Ryanair um you get what you pay for sometimes it can be an awful experience and sometimes it'll be fine like one of (laughs) yeah classic Ryanair like one of my flights was delayed like an hour because the flight like before that was leaving like booked too many people and they had to like get them all figured out like 12 people like they overbooked by 12 people anyway it was a whole like it was a whole thing so just just know like 
you get what you pay for um get a good travel backpack as well that is gonna like gonna make sure like you can get it on the plane they're not gonna make you check it because if you have to check it oh yeah yeah. but i have a follow-up question no you're good i was gonna say make sure like you don't have to check it because they'll make you pay like 60 euro or something it's insane so yeah i have the one from amazon that kind of everyone has it was like 40 bucks it was amazing i use it all the time do you remember Um, what brand it is I'm trying to think I can I will look it up and we can put it in the description because I highly recommend it for anyone who's going abroad it's an amazing travel backpack I know Cotopaxi is also a great brand that makes a lot of backpacks I know they're a little bit more expensive but they're really high quality um they're just a good brand in general um so that is awesome I would also say Amio for train for booking trains is a great way to like look at all the different options you have for traveling um, I flew to three places. I say I flew from Prague to Switzerland, Prague to Italy, and then Prague to Spain. Otherwise, I travel by train or bus. Um, so definitely consider all your options. If you're going pretty close, I would say definitely try to take a train. I love the trains. They're fun. Um, or a bus as well. So, yeah. Um, but try- <laughs> the, I like that you brought up your budget. Um, because so I just took an intro to personal finance class for non-majors this semester and partially inspired by my mom saying that I spend too much (laughs) sorry I like anyway um but also inspired by the fact that realistically it's a really important life skill for everyone to have Mm -hmm. um and also like once you come out of college um I feel like bills and things like that become a lot more prevalent because also like, I mean, at least for me, like I'm fortunate my parents are paying for my housing and my housing includes utilities, but Mm -hmm. one day I need to pay for my housing. I'm going to have a separate charge for utilities. I need to navigate how many subscription services I'm, you know, attached to how much, Mm -hmm how often am I getting coffee at Starbucks instead of making it at home? Like all of those little things and they do add up so quickly. And like one day Mm -hmm. I will have to be far more financially independent than I am right now. But, um, my dad, he got his MBA and everything. Like he is like finance bro to the max. That is his (laughs) bread and butter. That's his passion. Like I swear Oh, he calls it finance because that's what all the, you know, if you're, if you know, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, he literally cares about football and finance and, mm-hmm. I mean, and family. That's okay. And yeah. And family. The four. The, 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 the four um, Fs. Yeah. But yeah. I think like those things combined, like <laughs> I remember being young and my dad got me like two different cash registers. I had like a Disney princess cash register and like mm-hmm. he got me, like fake money and we like played banks so I could like get to know the value of a dollar and like mm-hmm. how to make mm-hmm. change and like all these life skills. But also like what we did in my class, we had this like month long exercise where amongst four different assignments, we did a projected budget for each week and then did an analysis at the end of each week. So we looked at like, how did our weekly budget that we projected relate or correlate with our actual spending? And then analyzing that and seeing like, okay, did I go over, did I go under budget? And then reasons for why either way. 
right so I, think, I like, think that's a great way to do it yeah yeah that definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things that I think I was just ignorant about and mm-hmm. didn't really notice where right money could go especially right. this, like now that I'm paying for like gas because I have my car up there and like I live in a condo now so now I'm cooking or like some days I don't want to cook and I'll want to eat out and like once you eat out once it's a nice little gateway to wanting to eat out all the time <laughs> and so it's like right, right. and I that definitely like, yeah that That's totally that brought to <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah. like like you were saying like yeah you had a kitchen but it's like a glorified hot plate like you didn't even have right, right. so I think like I guess budgeting in general and saving up for study abroad is important but I want to talk about how you planned your budgeting for specifically your like trips that you went on Mm -hmm. and how you said like you knew that some would be more expensive some would be less like what kind of things did you account for in your budget and what kind of research did you put into the trip beforehand Mm -hmm. like before you would fly to Italy or take a bus or whatever like right what kind of things did you account for in preparing to go to those places? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I can tell you that Switzerland, I knew was going to be my splurge trip. Um, it was literally like hiking the Swiss Alps is like number three on my bucket list. Like, you know, like people that know me know me. Like I love hiking. I love being outdoors. So this is like, like literally trip of a lifetime. I was like Not so excited. Your bread and butter. <laughs> so worth it. Like we got up to this hike and like had this like alpine lake with the mountains and I like teared up. It was amazing. But Switzerland is super expensive. If you didn't already know, like it is crazy. So just sounds I, expensive. Just, it's just expensive. It's just expensive. It's worth it. It's expensive. Um, but I would definitely, I think, when making my budget, I was kind of like I knew like how this is how much I had to spend like overall, and I was like okay, like this is Switzerland. I kind of did my research based on like I would look at kind of flights and look at like Airbnbs and then look at transportation and then like food costs and we cooked everything in Switzerland. Like okay. you can't get like like a like a fast food meal in Switzerland is at least like $25 oh I'm God. not joking it's insane if not more like 30 to 40 so just know that I would recommend cooking as much as you can if you were going to expensive places like Switzerland Austria is kind of expensive um yeah those are the two most expensive so other than that um I would kind of do research and look like okay like this is what the flights are going to be this is what Airbnb so the budget will be this and so that my budget accounted for everything like travel transportation food um housing you know all that all that kind of or the accommodations all that kind of stuff so that was kind of what lo- went into it I also like had talked to friends before that had been um like one of my friends was super helpful and sent me like all of the recommendations it was like this is super expensive this is how much I spent here this is how much I spent here oh, so just so having awesome. that as a guide was great like for example like I spent my budget in Switzerland was $850 I spent 800 in Switzerland so super expensive super worth it um, my cheapest there? I was there for two full days. So okay. it's Thursday to Sunday. Gotcha. Um, and then my cheapest trip was in Budapest. I went by myself, which also recommendations. If you had the chance to go solo, totally do it. It's so worth it. I went to, I met up with a friend in Spain, but I went to Spain like fully by myself, figured out everything by myself. It was amazing. It's super empowering, especially as a female. So definitely recommend doing that. Um, but my cheapest trip was Budapest. I think I spent less than $100, but I was also there for less than 24. I was there for like 24 hours um, just because it was like the end of my study abroad and like travel fatigue is real. So kind of talking on that, um, travel fatigue is super real. Like I said, 
Um, I would definitely recommend spending a good amount of time in your host country too, in your host cities, because you picked that place for a reason. Like, embrace it. There's so many amazing things. Um, go outside of the touristy areas. It's never going to be that great in the touristy areas. Like, if you ask locals for recommendations, they'll give you great recommendations um, for other places that are outside the touristy center. So I encourage you to kind of, you know, do more research, go outside the touristy places. I think it'll be a much better experience for you. Um, but also travel fatigue is real. Like it's really real. I remember by the end, like part of the reason I went to Budapest for only like 24 hours, I was exhausted. I wanted to go to 10 countries. That was my goal at the beginning. I, you know, I stayed within all my budgets. I spent, you know, not honestly for 10 countries, I spent $2,600. So for that, I was really proud of myself. Absolutely. But I wanted to go to 10 countries. So just know travel fatigue is real. It's exhausting to travel. It's amazing. Um, but behind all of Instagram pictures, it is really, it's a, it can be a lot. It can be a lot draining physically, mentally, especially when you start having delays or, you know, things start going wrong or whatever. It's just really exhausting to travel. So just taking, take into account of that, just because your mental health, like still matters abroad. Um, and that's what I found like the last like month of my study abroad was really hard for me, like anxiety wise, just because like, it was just like, you're still in a different country and like trying to travel and do all these things it gets to be a lot. and It's really taxing. Um, so I think also being able to take time for yourself and saying yes to things, but also knowing your limit and knowing, hey, like, okay, my friends are going to the beer garden today and playing cards, but I'm exhausted and I need a break socially and mentally from people. And that's okay. Um, and just being kind with yourself, especially because you are in a foreign country and you're going to experience culture shock and you're going to experience okay, this is different and I miss this and I, you know, this is weird. And, you know, so just allow yourself to kind of have that break when you need it. So for sure, relating it back to mental health and supporting that while you are abroad, what mm -hmm. kinds of things did you find that helped with your mental health while mm -hmm. you were abroad or what kind of things did you do to support good mental health? And also, did you have access to therapy while you were abroad, like you do mm -hmm. here? Yeah. So one of the things when I moved abroad, I was in, I want to say a bad mental space, but I was like, I had just like, I was still like going through a breakup. Like the, you know, I was doing with like, my parents were like figuring out they were moving because guess what? They moved again. Like where the argument is going to be moved again. Surprise. Crazy. So, where so it was now? just like, they're in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So oh, lovely. Yeah, so fun. So where in the world are we? Um, <laughs> but anyway, I was in a like it was just a rough, it was a rough period. I would say like it was just like I was like, okay, I'm going to Europe and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to Europe. You know, like part of the thing was like I, you know, two years ago I like moved into college and had this extreme like change and like, you know, was hospital. I mean, it was in the worst mental health of my life and I was just, like, I cannot do that again. You know, like I can't like I have to, you know, make sure that I am supporting myself, like, mentally so I'm, you know, so I can do this and thrive and be abroad and, you know, be okay, basically. Um, so that was, like, a big, I, that was probably what I was honestly most nervous about moving abroad was, like, my mental health, honestly. Just with my history, um, I, you know, I'm not on medication currently. Like, I just want to make sure. So that being said, um, I had, I talked to my therapist before, kind of made a plan of, like, okay, like, this you know, I already have like plans, like notes in my notes app on my phone with like things like, okay, if you're like having a panic attack, this is what you should do. You know, just like little things. Like if I forget just to make sure that I have, you know, options for when I don't feel great. 
Um, but I talked to my therapist, kind of made a plan of like, okay, like these are friends I can call if I want to talk to somebody, talk to my mom. Um, I'm a runner. I love to go for runs. So go for run, find a good hike because there are good hikes in Prague um, and also spend time with friends. So that was kind of like those coping mechanisms um, and like meditation too is also a big thing that I love to do. So kind of just making a plan before was really helpful for me and once I was abroad I think it was good for me to take time you know make sure I'm like okay like I want to sleep so I'm gonna go sleep now you know or like taking time like okay my social battery is dying I need to go back um but I think also the big thing that helped me was after you know making friends and once I like had made friends I'm like even if I was having kind of rough mental health day like spending time with them even if we're watching just watching a movie or going to the beer garden or playing cards or you know, whatever it was, like being with my friends was such a great way for me to feel better, you know, in those times of like struggling or anxiety, just because we could all, you know, I felt comfortable enough talking to them about things. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm having a really anxious day, you know, and like one, one of my friends, especially, like she like kind of understand, you know, like, she, like I would talk to her and I still talk to her about stuff. Just, you know, like, yeah, I'm super anxious today. Like I just need some time, you know? So I would say definitely like my friends helped the most, um, but I did have access to counseling out there. Um, NC State provided counseling um, or at least access to counseling through GeoBlue Health Insurance. So health insurance is like it's universal health care in the Czech Republic, so you don't have to pay for anything. Um, but yeah, so just having that option to meet with a therapist if you want to was really helpful. So I definitely say like if you are considering programs like look into that and ask about that if you aren't if that is something that you're interested in um just because keeping your routine and keeping um you know like if you run in the mornings stay running keep running in the mornings if you have right. therapy you know stay in therapy um I wasn't really in therapy very frequently over the summer so I didn't and I decided I decided not to um seek out counseling while I was there um which I think worked really well for me just because I was was able to make that transition and um really thrive in a different environment so for people who, who have struggled and who you know that is a concern and like an anxiety of theirs like you can do it if I can do it you can do it I believe in you um I think just making those appropriate plans you know just in case something does happen because like I said my last month was I like my anxiety was probably as high as it's been in a really long time um, and of course, it didn't show that on my Instagram, but it was just really, it was a lot um, to process being abroad um, without a lot of my normal coping mechanisms. Like, I like to drive or I like to hang with my dogs or just things like that. So I think, you know, being able to adapt and find time for yourself to journal, to meditate, to hang out with friends, listen to music, whatever your coping me mechanisms are, um, you know, find some of those that you do at home that you can also do abroad as well. I really love that you also mentioned that counseling services were available to you if you mm -hmm. needed it, because I think like one thing I've always wondered is like, you know, let's say you're making all this great progress in therapy and then you're going abroad, like mm -hmm. you don't want to all of a sudden lose all of the skills and right. mechanisms you've been working on. Like you don't want to just halt your progress with your health in general while you're abroad because in reality like especially if you're spending a semester abroad that's like six months that you really need to be like like you're in it for the long haul like it's not just right right trip you really have to think about how am I going to mentally and physically get through this and it's like like you said with travel fatigue and 
the stress of making friends and adjusting to new countries and a whole new way of living. Like you need to be supporting your mental health through all of that, even when you feel good. And so I love that you talked Mm -hmm. about like keeping some of those things in your routine that like worked for you and the things that were realistic to keep doing while you were abroad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. To wrap up this episode, I want to lastly talk about homesickness because I think Mm -hmm. this is something that, I mean, at least I always think about when I see someone who's abroad for months, I'm like, I wonder how they're really feeling. Are they missing home? Are they thinking about it? Because I know that looks different for everyone. So if you could kind of talk about what that looked like in your life, and then we'll close this show out. Absolutely. So homesickness, I would say my homesickness wasn't necessarily for like, like I had some, but it wasn't like home because my parents have moved so much. I've kind of like this whole past year of my life. I'm saying I feel like I've kind of been a nomad. Like I was at UNC in the spring and then I went to Colorado for the summer and then I went abroad and I was in a different country every month. You know, it was just like, I have been gone so much this summer. My parents have moved so much that like change, like changing physical location for me is not that big of a deal at this point. Like I'm like, great, awesome. Where's it off to the next place? Like I've just adjusted to that really well. Um, I think my homesickness came from like, it was just little things. And I don't feel like I had like extreme homesickness. I know some of my friends did, um, but I really didn't. I think it was more just like, I miss my dogs or like, oh, I miss this kind of food or, you know, like kind of in court, like with culture shock that like, you probably will experience when you go to a new culture. Um, you know, it's just like little things that bug you, like in the grocery store, you know, oh, this is available, but you can't find this. Or like, there's no, this is such a random example, but like, you, there's no store about pie crust. You have to make your own pie crust. So my friend and I like made a bunch of pie crust when we had like when we made pies. That's it was great. So niche, but just no, but like, I love it. Yeah. But thank you. But it was, you know, it's just kind of stuff like that. So I think, you know, if you are experiencing homeless, homesickness, it's so normal. It really is. It's, you know, you're trying, to, your brain is yearning for comfort because you are in such an unfamiliar place. And I think it's just important for you to accept that like, hey, like it's okay that I'm feeling this way. Other people are feeling this way, even if they aren't admitting it. Um, and you know, leaning on your support system. Um, if you do have a counselor, like have a counselor, I would say definitely talk to them. Um, and trying, you know, finding. I think it was fun for me sometimes when I was struggling, like to find familiarity of home. Like yeah. we went on this hike one time, and I was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me so much of this trail in North Carolina. And it was like, oh, that's kind of comforting to know, like even this far away, like their comforts of home and things like that and I think also that goes into also with like language barriers which I didn't touch on but I do want to talk about like definitely when you're traveling learn at least like the basics of the language don't don't assume everyone speaks English um people don't really like Americans sometimes so it helps at least if you try like say hello like you know in the language and then they learn English Like that you're yes, at least yes. making that an you're effort trying. and appreciating exactly. their culture and their differences. And that's like in like Prague, like most people speak English. I'm um, just because it's taught like in all public schools basically now. Um, but just trying to speak Czech, I think they really appreciated more. It's really hard. I still don't know really much Czech at all. I can order coffee in Czech and that's about it. That is very um, <laughs> It's just really different from English, but it's really cool. Um, I would say, you know, you know definitely try to learn the language of the places you're not learn the language but learn a few basics of the language of the places you're traveling to and like wherever like host country you're in you know really make an effort to try um and they will appreciate it immerse yourself in you know in culture try foods you know go to festivals put yourself out there again with people 
Um, but yeah, just I think embracing the whole the whole experience and knowing that it's not going to be perfect and it's not everything on Instagram and you're going to have tough times, but you're going to grow exponentially in your own, in yourself, in your independence, in your ability to adapt and, um, you know, make friends with other people and just, just do all these things. And so um, overall, like, I guess to conclude, like my abroad experience was incredible. I, if you're considering it, do it. If you have the opportunity to do it, like I never thought I was going to be able to go a semester abroad and I did it and it was amazing. It was incredible. And with a lot of planning and preparation, um, you, yeah, you will be successful. And I think just putting yourself out there and embracing, embracing the suck, I guess, embrace the suck, embrace when it sucks, embrace when it's amazing. And yeah, those are probably my last words on study abroad, but I'm just super grateful for this experience. And I'm super excited for those of you who decide to go abroad. Thank you so much, Libby, for sharing all of your experiences. And like Libby said earlier, she'll link um, some of those like websites or products that she was talking about in our description, just to make it a little bit easier for all of you going abroad. Um, If you are going abroad or traveling back to school from being home for the holidays, safe travels, um, We know the new year is tough for a lot of people adjusting back to real life, quote unquote, (laughs) be kind to yourself, do things that remind you of home, do things that keep you at peace, make you happy. Um, I would say go back and listen to our new year's resolutions podcast that we made for January 1st of 2023 that touches on like all of all the things that relate to the new all the year. things yes um yes. In january in in particular and what that looks like in our lives and many others but i just listened to it again today and i was like just feel like wow like i think i'm ready for the new year like this will be good That's good yay um, okay good i think that mindset yeah. is so important positive mindset so, yes positive are- mindset Good things are coming. The universe balances out. I'm like, I'm so excited. Also, this is just random. But when you said the universe, I thought about Mercury being in retrograde and how it like, oh, yeah, on the first or something. I'm so ready for that. Honestly, it's so funny. It's (laughs) we (laughs) not. Okay. Oh, I it's hard to explain how my family views that stuff because it's like, I don't know. We'll just be like, oh yeah, like Mercury's in retrograde. That makes sense. Like I feel like it's mm-hmm. a good excuse. It excuses things. Like I'm like, oh, but right. Mercury's in retrograde. Like, so I'm anxious, but like it's fine. Mercury's in like, retrograde. Yeah. Honestly though, like I wonder how much I genuinely I don't know how much genuinely I believe in it. But at the same time, like I sit here and I'm like, if you're denying the fact that what's going on in the universe is not affecting you at all, like, that's crazy to me. True. True. Because Agreed. you're telling Agreed. me that a planet is like, isn't it like, I think it's like Mercury spins the opposite way or so, there's something that changes. Mercury. I don't even know what it is, but yeah. yes. But, but it's like, like yeah it's literally like an imbalance like that's not the literally literally happens. and you're no, yeah people will deny deny and I'm like listen I'm not sitting here saying that I'm a full believer in astrology and whatever <laughs> but at the same time I am not denying the fact 
that weird things happen when Mercury's in retrograde. And I don't know. It's yeah, also just I, very I easy agree. to blame things on Mercury being I agree. in retrograde. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, and it'll with, be out of retrograde yeah. soon. It'll be out of retrograde soon. Let's hope for so, the new year. Yeah. yeah. And with that, guys, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed i hope that you enjoyed got you know any information that you maybe maybe needed for study abroad maybe wanted um and just as normal reminders you are loved um i hope this new year brings you peace and joy and you do what makes you happy and we'll see you next month see you next month bye guys bye